Yeah, there you go. Your lemmy mic. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, great. Welcome to another episode of the Rock Club podcast, featuring everyone's favorite long-haired band. Excuse me. Except for <laughs> well, half the members. You guys have the longest Hello? hair, I think, out of all the bands, just between Garrett and Liv. That's fair. My hair's not even that long. <laughs> yeah, my hair's not even that long. Garrett's <laughs> hair is longer than mine. Garrett's hair is. Is Garrett's it? Hair is sexy. Well, yeah, but Garrett's hair is curly, too. It's hitting, so a, it's new, it's hitting a new, than... like, milestone, your hair. It's, like, it's turned from, I don't know, it's turned to, like, like from John Lennon, and now it's going into, like, Willie Nelson territory. Like, and I like the one that looks like John yeah. Lennon. Yeah. The glasses really help, though, for sure. I think Willie Lennon. Nelson is more of a hero than... <laughs> he He's still around, yeah, you know, fighting the good fight. He just stopped smoking. Did what? he? Not like, <laughs> not like all together. He he still consumes it, but he doesn't smoke it because oh. it's bad for his lungs. Yeah, he's old enough, I guess. Yeah, yeah. he's he heard the song "Please Save the Whales," so yeah, you know, yeah. he just took it all the way as far oh, as he wait, could. No, we're talking about Willie Nelson, right? Yeah. Okay, that still applies to weed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is your microphone on, Will? How dare you? No, it's not. No, it's not. Is it on now? There you go. Hey, we're all here. <laughs> so today we're we're, we're joined by the band Violet Ice, and uh, we have everyone here today, which is very exciting. Will's so playing pool. Will Shut is doing gotta, what he does. I got to grind for the pool, chips. You know? He's he's on he's on a roll. He can't stop. So uh, let's let's start with our our front person in the band. We'll we'll go around the the horn here and get everyone's name and. A little bit about them and their experience playing music, or maybe their experience in rock clubs so far, and let's let's hear from everybody. So, here we go. Um, I am Olivia. I am the lead singer and rhythm guitarist of Violet Ice. I started doing rock club like was it three years, two years ago, two and a half, two and a half years ago, and I think it really boosted my career in music. Um. I think the one thing that got me going was Sean asked me to play solo because I didn't have a band. And once I did that, I I kind of just knew that I wanted to be in the performance industry with music. So, yeah, I'm really thankful for Rock Club. That's great. Thank you, Liv. Uh, my name is Garrett. I'm the lead guitar player of Violet Ice. And I joined Rock Club... Two and a half years ago, around the same time Lou did. Yeah, I started in August. So yeah, yeah you started off with half. just some guitar lessons, yeah, kind of learning the basics. Yeah, and before that, I was in my school's orchestra for like since fifth grade, playing viola. Played viola. I remember yeah. that? Yeah. I know yeah. so many viola players. I'm married to I don't even know what a viola. <laughs> <laughs> I have a viola in Sound, my closet. You're not a band kid, <laughs> bro. It sounds like something. Rock club is laced with like violin. Italian place. It's a violin, but slightly bigger. Oh, it's yeah. like a less annoying violin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little less high, high frequency. Uh, yeah, so you've been playing for a few years and quickly done many things. Yeah, in I, your first part of your high school career. Yeah, I've been in a lot of bands. Yeah, how many bands do you think you've been in at this point? Uh, say four or five. Yeah, four or five main ones, and then I helped out in a few other ones. That's true. You've done a lot yeah. of double dipping. Like maybe help me out with six out or parts. seven. Yeah, 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 including uh, in lunch money and yeah, screaming, screeching, eagles issue. of firing, burning, screaming, screeching, eagles yeah. of firing, metal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the original. I miss them, dude. They're yeah, I know. That's where I met Dylan. I'm with half of them now, though. Yeah, you have a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, th- that band had, I think, 19 members cycle through Jeez. under that name uh, <laughs> yeah. over the years. That, and that finally no longer being a band in the program that no one uses the name anymore. We yeah, it just like, like fizzled seven. out. Yeah, this, had, this had band's like had some changeover. A few people come through. A lot of guitarists. Rachel. Rachel. Piano I saw players. her in my dentist's office like a couple of months ago. Really? Yeah, dead ass. <laughs> she wow. was like, hey. And I was like, hi. <laughs> 
Hello. Yeah, Rachel. I used to give her piano lessons back in the day at her house when she was like in middle school too. Just been long career of watching kids nice grow up before my eyes. But uh, and then how old are you now, Garrett? I'm 16. And Liv? I'm 17. 17. Let's move on to our not distracted drummer. <laughs> Off your phone. It's 2020. I can build my phone if I want to. It's a part of me now. He's got. He's he's on a wait list for I'll the chip in his try. brain. <laughs> Bring it on. Want the smoke? I have a base. Shut the I could bleep with it uh, and kill. I could kill you. Will just go. Be the best podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, what's We're up? Live or whatever. Um, hey, I'm Will. I'm the drummer for Violet Ice. Yeah. I've been uh, I've been a part of Rock Club for a really freaking long time. Yeah, like like five years, something yeah. like that. Like you took drum lessons here, like Garrett. You started off just doing lessons, t- learning some drums. Yep. Here in the back when we used to play in the basement. And um, how, many, how many bands do you think you've been in over the years? You've kept track? The, is the Legends Never Die? A bunch of people left, yeah. but does that still... That's just I mean, one band, right? It was, it was a band, and people kind of left, and you kind of went uh, elsewhere with it. That counts as its own thing. Uh, and bands five, morph. four, four or five. Yeah, I don't know, maybe a good six. handful. Yeah, and uh, over the years played many genres. What's your What's your favorite genre you think you've played on on drums in any band? I like metal, but I like them all. They all have their moments. Like playing with twenty dollar bill. Like playing punk is pretty freaking fun. Yeah, I remember that. It wasn't punk wasn't really your deal when we played with those guys? But then after uh, you know giving it a good a good run, learning the parts, it, it had a lot of fun. Liv, I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> I swear to God. Uh, fun with microphones. It never gets old. No. Yeah. It and, uh, definitely gets old. All right. Well, we're going to keep getting a little bit of uh, background from everybody, but as we introduce the band here, we have one left. Jasper. That's me. And I'm a bassist. That's you. Stop pushing the mic towards me. I didn't do that. Lips right on the mic. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. No you got to like make out with the microphone. I'm not going to make out I with the microphone. I wipe them down every day, but... Listen, yeah. I'm a hypochondriac, my dude. I get it. I get it. Don't get too close. Uh, Jasper, how, how long have you been playing? Like two and a half years. I think I also joined in like summer. Of, was it like 2018 maybe? You guys are like the 2017, 2018 2017, crowd 2018. pretty much. Yeah. Will, a little older. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, you guys are yeah. definitely now one of the senior bands in the program. We're the only one that's ever, that's never changed our name. That's true. Never change your name from the get go. It's always been Violet Ice. We loved it from from the day one. You're um, welcome, Jasper oh, can and I have that? Jasper and Olivia, being the uh, original members of this band, having gone through some guitarists, and Will being the drummer who left and came back, <laughs> the, the prodigal drummer uh, of the band. And um, what we well we we're here today to do several things. Get to know the band give you give your audience a little insight into um you know what what makes this band tick to use a interview trope (laughs) and also to promote your your new single which this band has on the rock club compilation album volume one now on all streaming platforms including spotify amazon music apple music all of your tiktoks everything it's on TikTok. I swear, <laughs> I, I, I just put it on all of it. Like, okay, we're on like twenty five different TikTok platforms. With our song, you know, you'll never know until you look. I guess seventies haze is on TikTok. Yeah. Dead ass. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So um, we'll we'll give that song a little listen to here in, in a minute to uh, give ourselves a fresh perspective and give a little insight into how that went down. But um, as as the band has grown over the years. Um, what do you what do you guys see next for yourselves as we just had a show a few days ago with all the bands the program over at the pin you guys like you could say you headlined that that show as the final performance act did you see a good turnout at this show yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah no okay it was no, no turnouts ever good enough for you though that's that's true yeah. right uh, we had over 200 people in attendance Dude. Yeah, so. but there was nobody there at the end. And everyone was just sitting down. So it felt like I was singing to no one. Did it feel that way on stage? See, I felt like there was... It was kind of weird. Most people were sitting. It, it was about three well, hours was into the, the show. Bar. People were at the bar. 
I was, just I was, yeah. a little bit kept away from the rest of the audience. Really yeah. loudly. No, oh, that was the whole show. I could I could hear it from on stage whenever I was <sighs> yeah. on stage, like, even playing. I could yelling. hear the talking the whole time, and that's just you know that's part of any music venue. You're gonna get that. Um, it wasn't but, at the Bartlett as much. Uh, yeah, I guess it was a little smaller there. It was a little more intimate. Not a lot of uh, side areas for conversations to occur. But uh, yeah, it's we we definitely needed a bigger venue to start filling out these shows for everybody. Um, I felt like we've, if you guys have seen some shows at the very end of having a, only about a dozen people watching, that, that's happened before. At this show, I think we still had, I feel like close to 100 people there still watching the show, which was, it was nice to see that there was still some attendance. But I think at the next performance, you guys are due to be an opening act. It's nice to cycle through, and hopefully, no one has any gigs that day they can, can't get there early for. But um, that's, everyone takes their turn. That's kind of how huh. it goes. And, I think you'd see the first band. They didn't want to play yet because people were still lined up down the Charlie staircase. Was complaining. Yeah, he, he's he, no crowd's big enough for that kid. Yeah. He Charlie's he's the bravest ten-year-old drummer. Wants he wants he's thousands. He's a good drummer though. He's mm. a good drummer. Will said, "Yeah, yeah, he's a good drummer." He's, Will's always watching out for Charlie. He knows he's gunning for him every time. He's cool. <laughs> okay, I asked him to be Charlie's my boyfriend. Oh, what? what did he say? Remember? Yeah. Because he <laughs> kept like, weird. what was he saying to you? I have literally no idea. I do not remember. He kept like talking to you no, about No, Eli me. was sitting on my lap and he was like, are you guys dating? And I was like, no. <laughs> and then he was like, does Liv have a boyfriend? And I was like, I don't know. Liv, do you have a boyfriend? <laughs> <laughs> then I asked him to be my boyfriend. And yeah. he's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to. It was funny. funny. We tried to get him to help us get rid of the 3113 on the ceiling, but I couldn't lift him high enough. Why? Because. Because why? Because what? Like, why? Yeah, why? They're a good band. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Freaking they kicked Aiden out, and we're all bitter about that, so. <laughs> there are reasons, trust me. <laughs> trust me, I know some things. Okay. We love the behind the scenes drama of yeah. any band, especially between different bands. <gasps> Thank you. As we pass around origami. This is so awesome. Figurines. I love made this. Made out of sticky notes. No better use of sticky notes. It looks like a little rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I have no idea what it's supposed to be. It's like a balloon. He's going to fish something out of his cooler. It's an apple. <laughs> He's going to eat an apple on the microphone. <laughs> oh, God. Why would you, you do that? Dude. Hey, it's after work. Hey, you work Snack nonstop time. freaking... Taking out concrete and then That's fair, actually. not be hungry, okay? So, uh, so Will, that brings up a good topic. So you're, you're, uh, are you out of school now? Yeah. Yeah. God, I wish working. Me. Yep, full time. Working full time. Got to get that paper, but not enough, I guess. <laughs> Still <laughs> get broke. Get that good cash money. Uh, there's always something, isn't there? Uh, well, you know, we we as a as a as an as an organization. Are a are a youth oriented program. Although we have adults technically Come in on. bands, it's okay, I'm Will being adult. one of those grandfathered in adults now. Who? How old are you now, Will? Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple it. of nineteen-year-olds, <laughs> but you guys have been in the. If you've been in here for a while, um, you know it's always. It's all. You're always welcome to stick around as long as you have time for us here. As long as you have the opportunity, to take part in everything. Um, but as as a band gets older, especially when you're in your high school years and you're looking towards the future, um, bands are notorious for falling apart around their senior year because they get too busy. Do you guys have uh, any any strategy going forward as this group to try to stick together? Or I only do one thing, and it's this. That's why we love you. And I have like three friends. <laughs> So you have you have time to practice and you have time to be in two well, bands. Yeah, but next year you're not going to be around. Yeah, y'all get six and a half more months with me, and then I'm piecing the hell out to the other side of the state. So yeah. I might just piece. Jasper's going to college. I am going to college. Because everybody girl. else has different bands, and this is my only band. College. This is my only band. College person. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Garrett is here for Bro, one Garrett. thing only. Garrett's Come a back, we miss you. I'm here. <laughs> no, come back to our other band. Oh, well, I'll think about it. <laughs> Once violent ice. There's an offer. 
well, this band falls apart, we'll take you back. I know many people would be sad to see Violet Ice leave in any capacity, but yeah, um, we're the favorite band. <laughs> very humble about it too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Us and Lunch Money are like the or yeah. What are they called now? Till the grave. Till the grave. Stop. Everybody stop changing their names. Yeah, I know. Why? Directly, <laughs> directly Bro, to every other band. band. I never liked Lunch, Dude, lunch Money. Directly to every other band in the program. More punky. Stop. That's like a punky sound. We're not a punky. Yeah. Thing. Not I anymore. Know. I like Lunch Money. It's it had, a, it had its own brand, but you know, you guys decided you didn't like Lunch Money anymore, and so they changed it. Mm-hmm. But you know, that band is coming in for their interview next, and we'll see what's going on with, with those guys for the future, too. Every band has its own. It's it's an organ. It's an organism that changes and evolves over time, and sometimes it dies prematurely. Sometimes it outlives its welcome. There are many permutations a band can take, but uh, at this point, you guys are in your prime, as far as I'm concerned. And everyone loves to see more of a band when they're in their prime. Uh, with how many original songs does this band have now on the books? Two. Mm, technically, we do have more than that. Three. But- Basically, what's that one that we hate? I don't hate it. You hate it. What's it called, Wait. though? Mm, hold on. Unhappy Hour. Yeah, Unhappy oh, yeah, Hour. Unhappy I hour. hate that. hate that song. That's, those are some of the lyrics of that song, I believe. Hate this, hate that. Oh. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the... Mm-hmm. Uh, Does Tapeworm... Tapeworm doesn't count, count as, as ours. Again, you should say that at the end. Like at the end of the song, she's like, "P.S. I hate this song." No, remember that one time we performed it, and I said, "We hate this song, and it's really shitty, but whatever." And then we performed it. You weren't there. I remember that. Wait, when was was that? Yeah. Where was that? That was like last year at the pin. Was it our first show at the pin? Because our first show at the pin sucked. Because we were still on that tiny stage, and it sucked. No, no, no. That wasn't it. Oh, yeah, the side stage. No one ever uses the side stage at the pin anymore. <laughs> no! It's just more of a, a gear hauling in area now. But, um, yeah. So, as this band moves forward, do you guys see yourselves writing more songs together, you think? I'm still hungry. <laughs> We're, it's, it's, like a, it's almost like a ticking time bomb with Jasper leaving and Olivia always having... Uh, Bigger and better plenty, things to do. Plenty of opportunities on the side as a solo career artist as well, um, which I, I believe you just released your first single as a solo, which is pretty exciting. You, you Feel free to plug anything. Not a lot of bands or members of bands have side projects to plug, but uh, it's always open if, if anyone wants to mention anything such as that. Yeah, go listen to it on all streaming platforms under Olivia Vika. Olivia Vika. Yeah. Yeah. 70s Hayes being the single. And uh, this this band, half the members of this band were not here, but uh, used the the top prize, the grand prize from Battle of the Bands, uh, which was a recording project at Chaotic Studios. Does Tapeworm count as ours or no? It's kind of half ours. It's tricky when, when you have a song that was kind of made by no, half the I band. No, I think Max... I think that's Max. Well, you wrote the lyrics, but Max did a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, he did basically everything. Yeah. It can be very messy when you get into productions of things and who did what and who wrote what. It's always plenty to learn when it comes to the back end of things here as we progress in our musical careers at such such young ages. It's very exciting to see you guys tackle these problems before you really have to know how these things work and have opportunities to get uh, burned by people that are there to take advantage of the talent, which is music industry is known for taking advantage of artists and writers and trying to put the money into other people's pockets. So it's uh, it's good to learn about those things as far as where your rights and, and uh, ownership lies within songs for sure. Um, but that's what we're always trying to do is to further educate you guys and Make sure you can make good decisions moving forward as you eventually everyone leaves the program and it's about graduating and moving on as successful adult musicians, right? So, yeah, sure. um, mm-hmm. yeah hopefully. Mm-hmm. So, Jasper, do you have any, any plans to continue playing music when you well, move to the west side? There's a, I'm going to Western, and apparently there's a good music scene in Bellingham, so hopefully I can find something. 
Are you going to be studying any music in college or taking any music classes? I still don't know what I'm majoring in either. So, undeclared, wow, undecided. The world is your oyster. Yeah. Yeah. With my student loans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is part of it. And the great amount of ramen that I'm going to be eating. (laughs) Great. Ramen noodles is life. It's good to have a strategy. Ramen for lunch today. I can't just have ramen at work. It's not filling. It's good, but it's not filling at all, bro. I need to eat like 20 of those. <laughs> Please don't eat 20 cups of ramen. I think that might kill you. That's okay. <laughs> no. It'll be a fun experience, you know. <laughs> Pretty funny way to die. It'll be a cool story on the <laughs> headstone. <laughs> Ate too much Ate ramen. Ate too much ramen. People go to the funeral and be like, Man, this, boy, this boy's like funeral is a joke. Like what? Like 483 chicken nuggets. So like the max <laughs> is like 482. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. Wow. Somebody drank like 20 gallons of carrot juice and died once. So I was like, <laughs> Why? I don't His know. eyes were too strong. <laughs> <laughs> he could see too much. Yeah. See yeah, his brain couldn't handle what his eyes would see. <laughs> the government had to take him out. Yeah. He looked into the eyes of the truth tortoise. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Rip. You guys love it when I make kids' pop culture references in front of you. Everyone's like their dad trying to make jokes about TikTok. It's like, you don't get it, dude. Yeah. Luckily, my dad doesn't do that. Thank God. <laughs> keep those parents I don't in the even dark. think I know my dad knows, knows what, TikTok what TikTok is. is. Yeah, my dad doesn't know what TikTok is. My dad is. doesn't care. He's like, Tik what? I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what TikTok really is. That's a Kesha song, right? Anything. That's all I know. TikTok. <laughs> I just said that online <laughs> shit. Shoot. <laughs> so, uh, well, why don't we go ahead and we'll roll into our into our track. And well, I don't think we've actually even mentioned the name of our, our single here yet. But what? why don't you give us a little uh, introduction here, Miss Olivia. Bro, you don't like that song? As we listen um, okay. to this song. You don't the like song, song is called Nasty like Woman. I wrote this song in the summer. Or, no, I wrote this in like September, October. Um, when I first started writing it, I thought it wasn't really going to be something good. So for a while, I kind of had like the chorus done, but I never wanted to finish it. I didn't. I was kind of scared for some reason because the lyrics I had written were really personal. But I started to piece things together, and I knew that it was going to be a good song, and I knew I just needed to come out of my shell and share it with the band so I could figure it all out with them. Well, that that, that can be a, a very hard step to take, and I think everyone that's listened to this track is very glad that you decided to uh, be brave about something like that. And It's it's a vulnerable thing to, to show the world something you've created. So without further ado, here it is, Nasty Woman by Violet Ice.
<laughs> All right. Well, there we have it. Nasty Woman by Violet Ice. If you haven't heard it already on Spotify, now you have your perfect chance to find out everything there is to know about this song. And uh, after giving it a fresh listen just now, the band, what do you guys think? Any 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 good stories to tell about the production or learning of these parts, writing, recording, the mixing? It's all been a very intense process, but it's so glad to be on the other side of it. Garrett's mic will eventually learn to cooperate. Yeah, we'll see. I think it was fun. Um, once I had all the, like, once I, like, had my part all done, I thought it was really fun to add in Garrett's lead guitar. I think it added so much, like, zest and power to the sound that it wouldn't have had without lead guitar. Definitely. I, I love hearing how the, the, uh, the counterpoint between the two parts really are intertwined and they kind of come in sync and out of sync together and... I, yeah. me I remember kind of piecing the several takes of the guitar together to kind of create the perfect version. And then now Garrett has to perform consistently <laughs> as best to his, the best of his ability, which can be hard. You know, I've had, you're not the only person to have that challenge where you, you know, you play a solo on the fly. Um, I believe it's the, your former guitar player, Max, he played a solo on his song and, I said, oh, I have to learn this solo now. It's like, well, you already played it. Don't you know it? And now I have to learn it. And I just improvised it. And that's, that's a, it's a funny way to have to learn parts, but it's also a very unique thing to write something and then have to learn the thing that you wrote. It's, it's, it can be its own reward, though, for sure. And uh, so how about on the, on the right side of the room here? From the the bass and the rhythm section, the bass and the drums. The who me? Yeah. I don't know, Sean, but your what? dogs are going. Yeah. Dogs what are we dogs, talking about? Dogs go sometimes. <laughs> We're talking about the song. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? It's pretty good. It's, it's <laughs> fun to play. <laughs> yeah. You like those it, six eight beats? Yeah, it's fun. It's oh a good God. song. I like yeah. it. Okay. Will, <laughs> I'm ask you a very specific question. Ah. Sure. He doesn't know so how to not coming from a, 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 dr a position of drumming where you've done you've done punk and metal and hard rock and whatever else you'd call it, what, what what would you define your style of drumming in this band in Violet Ice? Uh, yo, I don't know. Do you, you feel like it's um um I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good it's at not, answering it's questions. Not, it's not as intense necessarily or as adrenaline filled as maybe the punk metal stuff, but yeah. you like you said before, you find pleasure in all the nuances of what we try to accomplish here with especially some of the covers we've played that have a lot of intricate drumming to them. It's not just blast as hard as possible, as fast as possible, but it's it's uh where where do you find the most satisfaction in this type of drumming you think what well, where is it is it the where you get to do your fills is it where you get to take your breaks i don't know just like the groove or something like if you feel it <laughs> it's all about that vibe right yeah it's all about that vibe it's like i don't know like that one i can't i can't remember the song oh turd the song that Liv sings whatever that one like i sing yeah Liv sings <laughs> the one that solo. she wrote my bad yeah, is that the one with the change? Yeah. The like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, bro, I, I'm digging that. I like that part. Thank mm -hmm. you. That part's even cool. before even before I got to play in the band, because she wrote that when I was out of the band, I was like, oh, screw this little kid playing. Let me get up there. I want to I wanna tap that. And I was like, <laughs> that part right there. Ooh. Don't say He's tapping. Oh, yeah. He's just, just tapping the drum sticks, tap the head. just tapping the drums. Yeah. He's tapping the screens. I hate all of you guys right now. Accents and taps. That's what they yeah. call it. Dynamics, right? Yeah, I really like that part of 70s Haze. It's, it's, uh, I, I love... That's like my favorite part is the time change. Yeah. yeah. Maybe with your permission, we could add that song at the end of your episode. Uh, going out, we could listen sure. to a little 70s Haze as a little side promotion for that. Song. Since it, it's, it is a song this band performs and... Um, it's a it, classic. It's a classic. <laughs> An instant classic. And uh yeah. How about how about from Jasper? You've you've played a lot of different genres too. Where where do you find 
your own voice with your, the way you play bass in this band? Where do you wh- where do your strengths lie? Well, this band, the songs are usually easier. Well, not this time though. But Nasty Woman, the bass part isn't that hard. Same with Pool House. Oh God, Pool House is like three notes. God, you know what the worst song for bass was though, or like the easiest we ever played huh. was Suicide Saturday. Because oh, yeah. Suicide Saturday was two notes. Yeah, it was G and C. Yeah, it was two notes, just back and forth the the entire song. Yeah, it was boring as hell. Yeah, you guys have played a lot of covers, a lot of indie stuff that I, this band especially has always done a lot of indie covers. Not a lot of well-known music. We've played Barracuda and Cherry Bomb and a few. You know, that was when we had Blake. Yeah. yeah, back in the early days. <laughs> but now that we don't. Good old, good old Blake. There he is good up on the wall. Blake. Yeah, lives in infamy on the, yeah. the Rock Club wall of articles we've had written about us. And um, yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing about oh. bass parts. Well, they careful. can be, bass parts can be very repetitive, <laughs> right, Jasper? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I play a lot of bass in, right. in these bands, bass filling parts. in for bass players that don't exist in bands and uh, it's uh i can't seem to help myself with making things over complicated sometimes when really all you need is just to have the patience to play the same three notes yeah, repeatedly it could be boring so where where do you think as a bass player who has seen a lot of songs that are quote unquote boring what do you what do you what would you suggest bass players do when they get bored with a part, if they're if they're listening now for guidance from a seasoned bass veteran such as yourself, who will be who's left your mark on the program in so many ways, I literally just zone out and then I miss a note. <laughs> That's what happens. Just turn off your brain. I zone out and then I mess up. <laughs> zone out happens. and mess up. That's so you, so when you have many complicated songs, sometimes it's nice to have a reprieve of a song that's not yeah. overcomplicated. It's and that's that can be tricky. I mean, I remember playing drums in a house band. Where I used to play um, back when I was in my early twenties, and we played "Billie Jean" by Michael Jackson, which is a great Billie song. Jean, yeah. <laughs> and I hated that song because the drum beat never changes. It's just a simple, basic rock beat the entire time. And I always mess that song up because I would have to throw a fill in somewhere, which is not how the song goes. So authenticity was uh, outweighed by my desire to overcomplicate things. And that was, for me, a, a, a challenge, just having to keep the same beat for five and a half minutes. I couldn't stand it. But, yeah, it's, you got to play the part. That's, that's the thing. Unhappy Hour had, like, a little bass solo. So that yeah. was a fun one. It was a bass solo. That was that a song. fun bass song. Yeah. We are going to get that song put out, especially the original songs we recorded <laughs> two years ago or a year and no. a half ago. Live. We'll get it out some somewhere. No. Live. Or I can give it to you and you can do with what you do with it what you will. It's a fun bass. We song. have drums upstairs, yeah. Yeah. There's always something going on here at Rock Club. Always some drumming in the next room. Uh, but Garrett, what about you? Same question. Um like the different genres and stuff. Yeah, where you've done lots of different styles. So, yeah. where do you find your voice in this band as far as contributing something that this band needs? Um, I guess it's a little bit of a mix of everything cuz like my in most of my bands well, like my three main bands that I've been in, we were like rock/metal. So it was a lot of like classic rock and a little bit of metal. And in most of those songs, I do the same thing, which is I learn like half of the guitar solo and then I just improvise. I remember that. Yeah. I think Paranoid was one of the ones you learned the entire thing verbatim. Or at least it seemed like it. No, no, that was yeah, that was that was one of the ones where I just you learn like, the iconic parts, yeah. and then where it goes into the scramble crazy. You just do your own version of yeah. scramble crazy. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think prehistoric dog was the only one that I played yeah. repeatedly, oh, yeah. like verbatim. We love that song. Yeah, yeah. You can see that song on song. Uh, on the Rock Club website, rockclubmusic.com, yeah. oh, yeah. on the front page. <laughs> yeah, the notorious performance <laughs> with the shirt, the shirt, the oh, shirt losing, yeah. and then That's the crowd surfing. <laughs> 
crowd, sir. He uh, jumped was into not the crowd, though. There was a mosh pit yeah. of sorts. Okay, there was like five people. That was so much fun. That, that was, was awesome. when I used to headbang and play. I remember yeah, that. Now I headbang, and it's like, ah, whoa. Yeah. God, yeah. God. You're, you're 16 now. Your neck's already yeah, going out from yeah. the headbang, and you can't yeah. do that forever. I listen to way too much metal. Short. <laughs> you can still headbang. Uh, there's a metal like singer who is bald and he headbangs. He's like, there's a breakdown. He's like, it's not as much fun. Yeah, yeah. shout out to oh, you just see a Phil from Pantera. <laughs> see that dude and he's like this far off the ground. His head's. Oh, I know. Good for him. My visual <laughs> aspect is important. Yeah, <laughs> I used to. I, there was one time where I headbanged to the entirety of Angel of Death by Slayer. Wow. And I think that's where I peaked. Because yeah. I can't do that anymore. You had the twirl going. Yeah, could, yeah. It was like a helicopter. The windmill. The, her- oh, the helicopter. God, yeah. Josh I don't hit do me good with his that. hair once when he did that. Oh, jeez. But yeah, uh, <laughs> I guess I like to mishmash a lot of different like yeah. genres. I'd say together. you're a, a Zeppelin-influenced guitarist. Yeah, I yeah I draw from a lot of like blues and jazz. Yeah. But it's funny because I don't know anything about music theory. But, like, I love the idea of, like, those, like, West Montgomery, like, the dudes in jazz who, like, they're, like, if you added distortion to that, it j- it's just Brock. Like, they're just playing all these crazy scales and, like, super fast, but, like, super, like, chill yeah. guitar tone. So oh, man, like, someone has to do a project now where, like, it sounds like a YouTube <laughs> compilation yeah. of jazz solos with the audio has been, like, if you can get a stem of, a good, like, a clean jazz yeah. Pat Metheny guitar solo yeah. and just add an insane amount of gain to it. Yeah, like overdrive <laughs> it, it a little bit. Put it through a Mesa boogie <laughs> yeah. or something and just yeah. and just see what that sounds like. Oh, this is, this is metal jazz now. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah, a lot of those, like, dudes who also like like rl burnside there's like a specific blues for that i forget what it's called but like they're like a lead and rhythm section in one like mm-hmm. both of that like influences they're playing and i like that but i also love the spontaneity of like in my head being like what am i gonna play like right after this and like yeah because like in my old band uh quasar jeb we had just one whole song that i wrote and like the breakdown was just like Every time it was like I did something different. Improvised. Yeah. And then there's like one time where I turned on the wah pedal and I was like, oh, that sounds good. Like, we're going to do that. Yeah. I remember the Spokane County Fair last fall, the week after Battle of the Bands. We had a yeah. handful of bands come out to play that. And you guys, uh, known as First Issue at the time at Battle of the Bands, then Quasar yeah. Jab was the changing of the name. Yeah. That uh, was around like, that time. Yeah. That was probably the day you guys notified me that you changed your name. I think so, yeah. After there the, was like right after the Inlander article came out that talked <laughs> yeah. about you a whole bunch. Yeah. <laughs> they love Great it when bands do that. Your name. Yeah. Yeah. Well it was like we already were like planning on it, but we couldn't find one that was like like a lot of us there was like a good bit of the band had potty humor and so we couldn't not come up with band name ideas that weren't like purple fart monster. <laughs> So a bunch of boys getting a room together. Yeah. Purple fart monsters we come up with. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then we just, you know, we had to mishmash like ideas together. But yeah, we eventually came up with Quasar Jeb. That's funny. So well, I'm sure we'd love That's to see more name. from you guys. That's yeah. But um, yeah, bands can go on hiatus for years at yeah. a time. Yeah, we're still waiting for Fugazi. You know, it's been like two thousand. Yeah. Heard Rage Against the Machine is, is coming back, back with some yeah. sort of tour. Yeah, they're touring. Yeah, they're not coming anywhere near here, are they? No, I, I doubt they're coming to Seattle. Probably. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, when I heard about that, I thought that I've been praying for years that yeah. that would happen. Yeah. That's all I want to see is just rage. I think a lot of Los Angeles, I think, is where they're going. Yeah. A lot of areas like that. Yeah. Easy major, major, major cities. Sean, yeah. I'm going to see My Chemical Romance. You are going to see My Chemical Hey, you guys got any good shows you're coming up that you're going to go see other than you're going to see My Chemical Romance I'm in, in Portland or Seattle? Uh, Tacoma. Tacoma. October I'm seeing, 4th. I'm seeing Fall Out Boy and Green Day and Weezer in July. Hell, Mega Tour. Yeah. Ooh, in Seattle. Awesome. In Seattle, yeah. Very exciting. I, I wish July. I was going to that one. That's I'm very jealous. It's going to be cool. Let your bassists play Green Day. That's Green Day bass. Preach. That's I'm right. seeing Tame and Paula at the Gorge August 7th. Oh, nice. August 7th. I'm going to the Gorge the week after that to see the Lumineers. Oh, Wait, lucky. what's the date of that show? August 15th. Oh, dude, that's like my birthday is like right in there. Yeah. So we got tickets for that. That was a cool. I get get some Lumineers. lawn tickets. Just bring your folding chairs and your blanket or whatever and hang out all night. I haven't yeah. been to the Gorge in forever. 
when I saw Tom Petty and Joe Cocker at the Gorge. That was me. Oh, so you jealous. You were, I saw, you were, no, you weren't at that. Someone no, I know was I at wish that show. It, I, I was, wish I was there. I saw John Mayer in the Dead & Company tour oh, at dude. the Gorge. Wow. It was so dope. My parents go and see the Dead & Company all the time. Yeah. Yeah, My parents Bob are Weir's really cool. Deadheads. Your parents, all your parents. Okay, listen. You my many. mom has a new tattoo, and it's like as big as like a CD, and it's on her back, and it's like the Grateful Dead symbol with that's the lightning awesome. bolt. Yeah, the like ske- the, yeah. Um, the skull. So dope. What's the it called? The skull and the lightning. The steal your face. Yeah. That's what yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm just thankful you guys know how CDs look physically like you know how the, what the of course we know is. what yeah. CDs look like See, Sean. no one uses CDs anymore I, you gave me this like Pink Floyd CD holder and the, I, I have too many CDs for that like you need a new CD. yeah it's They're like already one like double stacking it's yeah. like one that goes on yeah. your advisor oh, yeah. I got that for CD Christmas like back when I was your age probably <laughs> yeah I I, it to you. that's so funny it's so nice it's like it's leather right yeah or I don't think it's yeah I have a I inherited a bunch of CDs I have a six CD player thingy in my trunk but I don't use it. I have 6 CD players. Do you guys understand nice. the, the fidelity quality between a CD and a uh, like anything you'd hear on Apple Music or Old Spotify I know what the compressed means. version? Uh loosely. No. Well, when you listen to something at on say Spotify, you're probably listening to a 128 uh, sample rate version which is highly compressed and de- you know degraded if you will to a very small size. So if, if you're looking at a size about that big, when we take these copies from the, the, the software program and we have the final AIF masters we send to DistroKid or wherever they go off to, those are about 40 megabytes each compared to a very small four megabytes. So you're looking at about 10, twi- 10 times the audio quality. Um, and that's what CDs contain is that high fidelity 40 megabyte each data amount on each of these tracks. So you're actually getting like the high quality vinyl sort of sound in a digital format. It's not analog, it's it's digitized, but the sample rates are much higher and, and it's much deeper and more dynamic. If you listen to a CD of one song on the same audio system, you plug your phone and listen to the exact same song, you will hear a definite difference between those two qualities yeah. of those songs. And uh, it's it's CDs are the way everyone can still get... High fidelity audio these days. It's hard to find lossless audio. I need to put my CDs in my car. Yeah. They're still in my closet. I should put them in my car. Yeah, you should. They're a fun novelty. Yeah. Yeah. I have one vinyl, <laughs> but it's. I don't have a record player. Oh. I just have the vinyl. So you gotta get one for your college uh, <laughs> dorm or apartment or whatever you end up having. It's a dorm. They're I heavy. Do you like get a lot of them? They're really heavy. Yeah. That's what I think about. I'm like, when I move, like. It's yeah. going to be too much to carry. You're not going to count yeah. them. You're going to just base it out by weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, we got a few minutes left here, you guys, and I'm sure we could we could talk all day. I mean, we, sh- we should have Garrett on just for a <laughs> chat about music history. You always teach me a thing or two about yeah. people I don't know yeah. <laughs> or should know more about. I'm, uh, I'm a little off my game. I used to watch, like, documentaries and stuff all the time. I don't, I don't do that anymore. Mm. Sadly. Yeah, same. I used to do that all the time. I don't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah, well, summer's coming. Yeah. Oh. Downtime. Well, I guess winter is getting over, so the time for documentary watching is turning into now uh, whatever outdoor activities we all enjoy here in the Pacific yeah. Northwest. Hopefully. Or I'll not. go outside. <laughs> just, just to get to the car, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Liv, I didn't. I, I asked all the band these questions. I'd, I'd love to get any more perspective on you, as far as you know. We, you are the front person for this band. You, the principal songwriter, I would call you that too. But um, as as that, you know, obviously you have plenty of creative control in these in these songs. But do you have any uh, direction going forward for yourself or for this band? You think? Um. I want to move to California, either Santa Cruz, or San Diego, or Santa Barbara, or just near LA. I don't know. And I want to study music in college for as long as I can deal with it. <laughs> uh, maybe music therapy or music performance. And I want to perform as much as I can. And the dream is to go on tour with a band. Like, that's been my dream my whole life, but I don't know. We'll see. 
I just want to keep doing music as long as I can. I think that's the that's the best advice I could give you is just keep doing music, especially music that makes you happy, especially music that you write yourself. Keep going to the creative places you can and and uh, you know do it for yourself and try not to do it for anybody else. That's that's the way you'll be happy for sure. But obviously, when you get into your college years, you it, it can it gets complicated very fast and. Life seems to just hit the fast forward button as soon as you're out of high school and you're uh, whatever avenue you take. And I think I think we can all agree that we we support you and your your dreams and and your adventures down in the southern part of the country. Hopefully it all works out like you hope. And I think we can all totally see you going on tour with a band at some point. Or, or with uh, if you ever need a guitarist and drummer and a bass player. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually all moving to L.A. with Liv. No, <laughs> no I'm not at yeah. Dope. Yeah. I'm not moving to California. No. We'll come visit you from time to time. I'm going to Seattle and I'm staying. <laughs> so a band that has had a magical experience and people that see you feel very connected to music you play and definitely enjoys your your certain flavor of of uh, of performance, but um, uh, obviously, as we get as you guys draw near to your college careers or your post high school careers, whatever it may be, which I guess we already have one of you in that zone. Mm. We're just lucky to have you around still, Will. What? We're always thankful to you. Keep showing up after work. Yeah, I try. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, well, thanks so much for joining us here in in the in the podcast recording suite, Violet Ice. And uh, one more time, we'll sign off and and we'll play out to a little little seventies haze as a, a bonus track for Violet Ice. So go ahead and why don't you guys tell everyone tell everyone listening the any last minute plugs of your own social media or. Or anything else you'd like to throw out to the the world at large? <laughs> I don't know. I want the world to know. So freaking hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna die. We're gonna get Will some snacks between the recording <laughs> Dude, sessions here. You don't know how bad my stomach hurts, man. I'll get I you. I feel like an African. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm to anybody <laughs> listening you know to this. What? Yeah, hit me. Please. To always strive for greatness and. Always do what's best and love people as best you can. And follow me I on mean, Instagram at Olivia Vika. <laughs> <laughs> love that Trojan horse segue. That's perfect. Anyone else? Follow me on Instagram at Wishing Wells and Magic. I think that's what it is. I don't really remember. I think that sounds I'm about right. Sure that's what it is. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been a pleasure, Violet Ice. Thanks so much for sitting down with us today and uh, we'll see you at the next showcase. I guess you could say that I am thankful